Now is the time to reinforce your bowling arsenal, and BowlerX.com is the online leader in price, service, and selection. With free insured shipping on every item we carry, including a complete line of Pro Shop supplies, as well as balls, bags, shoes, accessories, and more. Also, check out the large selection of closeout and discontinued items at a fraction of their original cost. BowlerX.com, your online bowling superstore and proud sponsor of Above180.com. You can hear Above 180 on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle Fire, and beyond, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me today in the Above180.com podcast is Heather DeRico. Heather is a NSCA Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist and an ACE Certified Personal Trainer. Uh, she's a former collegiate player at Robert Morris University and a former assistant coach with University of Central Missouri. Heather's articles, uh, Heather writes a lot of great bowling articles. You can find those all on BowlingThisMonth.com. Heather, I want to thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very glad that you guys reached out to me. So I thought we'd get you on to discuss some of the stuff you're doing. You're a NSCA strength and conditioning specialist, and you're, you're a certified personal trainer and such. And one of the things you want to do is help bowlers understand that being in physical shape and fitness and, and working out and stuff is beneficial to their bowling game. So, Heather, how does good physical shape equate to a physically sound bowling game? I think it translates very well to what you're doing on the lane because when you're bowling, especially long tournaments and competitions, um, you want to be able to be consistent at the line to get your feet under you and be in a nice, solid, stable position in order to really repeat shots the way that you want to. Um, so I really think that having a strong core, strong lower body really benefits um, people that are in shape and trying to compete at an elite level. So if a bowler, so let's say someone is just listening to this and they've you know, they might not be doing a whole lot at the gym right now. What's one thing that you would tell them if they want to improve their bowling game or help keep them physically sound and bowling and help their bowling game as well? What's one exercise that maybe a bowler should do? One exercise I think I would definitely start with mastering a squat because you're using so many different muscles at one time. You're hitting that lower body. Um, there's a lot of mobility involved you have to perform a proper squat. You have to have great um, thoracic mobility as well as mobility in your hips, um, good stabilization of the core. So it just engages so many things at once. So if you can master a squat, body weight squat first before adding weight, obviously, that is one of my staple exercises for sure. So you mentioned earlier about people's core and the core muscles and such. Talk about that and talk, talk about just how vital... They are because I know as someone who has had some lower back issues and, you know, my, my oh, yeah. been working on strengthening my core area and my lower back and such, but just talk about how that is, how that affects your bowling game. Absolutely. Um, it's all about your body is, it does movements in different planes of motion. Um, and when you're bowling, you're always in one plane of motion. So you're going forward, you're in, you're in a very linear motion all the time. So 
we create a lot of muscle deficiencies if that's all that you do and you're not doing um, a training regimen outside of on the lanes. Um, so you want to build up, you know, doing different movement patterns to kind of make your body more well-rounded. Um, and then also you're throwing a 15 or 16-pound bowling ball with one arm, though. So you're creating muscle imbalances as well, which is going to create those issues in your core and lead to those back problems with back pain. Uh, lower back issues are very, very common um, because that strain on your core from everything being so one-sided. All right. So I know you're doing some, you got some great articles up at uh, bowlingthismonth.com. Check those out. You go to bowlingthismonth.com. They're right there. Um, you've, you've been doing some great work there. I just, I guess, talk about um, what should someone do if, if they're listening to this maybe for the first time and they're thinking, you know, I really want to get in shape. But then again, it's kind of like that person who always says, well, I should go on a diet or I should do this. It seems so overwhelming. What's one, you know, what's the best way to get started on that? The best thing to do is to seek out a professional. Um, I say a lot of people try to do it on their own. They try to go to the Internet and see what they can find and figure out on their own. And they end up doing a program like Insanity or P90X or they get involved in CrossFit or something like that. Um, and a lot of those things aren't really best for sports performance. Sports performance training is very different than just trying to lose weight and have a great physique. And a lot of people get trapped in focusing on physique and they do bodybuilding programs or um, they're doing things that aren't really going to fix those issues that are created by bowling. Um, so seek a professional that can help you with functional strength training. So creating and reinforcing good movement patterns, focusing on mobility is very, very important, stability, balance, and then um, combating those muscle imbalances. Don't try to do it on your own. Just seek out somebody that really, really knows and is very qualified with experience. So I guess then if, if what I'm hearing from you is that if, if you're someone who already is going to the gym you shouldn't necessarily be just going in and doing, you know, chest one day, squats one day, leg, you know, doing all sorts of different things if you're bowling because it could be right. hindering your bowling game. Yes, definitely. And that's what a lot of people have that fear, too, that keeps some people from going to the gym if they don't want to get injured. Um, and, yeah, that's that's going to happen if you kind of go into the gym and you have, like, that bodybuilding mindset where you do a split of chest and back and legs and you may be missing some very important components of mobility and some functionality in your workouts that are very, very important. Yeah, one of the other things that you're doing is you're working with, um, well, first left, let's talk about your website. You're launching a new website. It's called Bowl Fit. So let's talk about yeah. Bowl Fit and what folks can expect when they check out that website. Yeah, so I kind of did a little research on what is out there for fitness for bowling. And there really wasn't a whole lot of information. It was just very basic if you Google it. So I came up with this whole vision of BullFit, and I wanted it to be a go-to site for the bowling community that provides educational information on what bowlers can do that's specific for them at the gym, and then also um, training programs that they can follow. I had a lot of people coming to me for help, and it's really hard to tell people what to do over Facebook. So I wanted something that I can provide them with. Um, it's going to include videos, so I demonstrate everything so you know how to do it properly, which is very, very important to me. Um, and then, yeah, there will be different levels that you can progress to throughout the, the program if you're a member. 
And I know you're also doing some stuff with Revolutions Clinic, uh, Bowling Revolutions Clinic, which is the uh, new clinics going that uh, Eblano Monticelli and Bob Learn Jr. are doing. So talk about what you're doing with them. I see they uh, they got tons of stuff as they're, they're getting rolling as well. Yes. Um, I was lucky enough, you know, just at the right place at the right time, I ran into Eblano and uh, Dr. Dean, Dean Heinz, and they came out for a workout along with Bill O'Neill and Mike Fagan. And Amleto just loved it, and he was very, very passionate about fitness for bowling and making um, bowlers better athletes and understanding the importance of it. So we're going to kind of team up, and I'm going to be helping them with their bowling revolutions clinics. Um, And those are going to be international, so, you know, Mexico, Brazil, Portugal, Spain, and hopefully some here in the U.S. too. So I'm going to go and help them with that and talk about what you could be doing physically to train for bowling. Talk about some of the guys on the PBA 50 tour that, you know, you mentioned Amleto, you know, he had a very successful year out there and, and just how important it is for bowlers when they are a little bit younger, say, you know, in their twenties, thirties, and even forties to be training and doing some of these exercises so that then when they get older, they're able to maintain that leverage at the line and balance and all the stuff that you're talking about, which is going to ultimately keep you competitive longer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And bowling's so, so repetitive. So if you can take good care of your body, you have a better chance of being able to perform well longer down the road, just like Amleto. You know, he's still doing phenomenal, you know, at his age. He's just in great shape, and that definitely pays off. You know, you don't have as many aches and pains. You're able to enjoy the sport longer and compete longer. So if you really love it, it's something that you should definitely be thinking about doing and treat yourself like an athlete you know it's kind of an image thing for our sport too I think it's really important that we start you know if we want the respect of other athletes and the public we want to be seen as athletes we want bowling to be seen as a sport we need to kind of take that into our own hands and be responsible for that and say, hey, I am an athlete, so I'm going to train like an athlete. Stand by, Heather. I want to take a quick minute to check in with BowlingThisMonth.com's owner, Bill Semsrott, with some of the latest and greatest going on over at BowlingThisMonth.com. Three articles I'll highlight this time, Tim. Uh, first up, we've got Joe Solowinski with an article detailing a new and innovative layout option to help you strike more in your tournament and league play. Next up, switching gears a bit to the fitness and conditioning side of things, We've got Heather DiErico with an article on why we should be training smarter and not harder when we're at the gym. And then finally this month, we've got Susie Minchu with her tips on coping with the never-ending process of getting lined up and staying lined up when you're out on the lanes. All right, again, make sure to check all those articles out at BowlingThisMonth.com. So, Heather, could you talk a little bit? Because obviously, you know, you're a strength and conditioning specialist, uh, you're, you know, personal trainer. You're also a bowler. You bowl collegiately at Robert Morris University. So at what point, you know, in your studies, did you say, you know what, I want to combine my two passions, which seem to be, you know, working out and helping people get their bodies in shape and bowling? Yes, yeah, combination of things. I think it started back in high school because uh, I was always getting kind of picked on that I was the bowler and, you know, people laugh at me like, oh, bowling's not a sport. And I remember getting into heated debates over and over again about why bowling was a sport. So I think I myself was trying to prove to a lot of people that bowling is a serious thing. And as soon as I got a scholarship to college for it and people saw my success, all of a sudden they had a new respect for bowling and for me, which was cool. But then I got to college and working on my game, um, I always had 
slower ball speed, and it always used to frustrate me because I'm a perfectionist, and anybody that knows me knows I was in a bowling alley every single day practicing and trying to pick up my ball speed. So I was studying exercise and fitness, so I was like, how can I take exercise and fitness and have this help me with my ball speed? And, um, you know, I started with what probably a lot of people do with upper body, which is not really the route to go. If you want more ball speed, you've got to work on getting in a better position at the line and having stronger legs and hip power going forward to transfer that energy. Um, So once I started working on the right things and seeing differences in my game, then it just kind of clicked like, you know, I think I'm onto something here. So I kind of used myself as a guinea pig from there on out. You know, with my different workouts, I would say, what was working and helping with my game and what wasn't. Excellent, folks. Well, check out bullfit.com for, for all the information. Uh, Heather, this has been a, a great interview. Final question for you, though, I got, I got to ask, how, how, does, um, how does what we eat and drink even while we're bowling, and uh, you know, how does that affect us? Yeah, yeah, nutrition's super important, um, especially for bowling elite tournaments. If you're bowling long tournaments or if you're bowling collegiately, Everybody knows those days get really tiring. You know, you kind of wear out an energy pretty quick because you're just, you're there all day long. You just keep on going. So it's not a physically intense sport, so you don't need a carb load or anything like that. You know, you're not running a marathon. But at the same time, if you want to feel just as fresh as when you started at the end of the day, like say when you get to match play, um, you should definitely be thinking about what you're putting into your body and putting in foods that... um, are going to provide you with the right kind of energy, you know, not sugary food that's going to give you a crash effect at the end of the day. Um, and then, obviously, the night before, if you had a lot of sodium, I think everyone's had that issue where they can't fit their thumb into the ball the next day. Well, it probably went back to hydration or what you were eating the day before. So a lot to definitely think about. I'm sure I could go on forever, but I'll have more information on that up on my website as well. I'll have that in uh in a chat room where you can ask questions and I'll kind of guide you with nutrition along the way as well. Perfect. And check out all of Heather's articles right now up at bowlingthismonth.com. Lots of great stuff up there and also a, a proud sponsor of us here at Above180.com. So we thank Bill and everyone and all the writers at bowlingthismonth.com. Lots of great stuff on the site. Uh, Heather's and, and Ron Clifton's and Susie's and all sorts of stuff up there. Thank you again for joining us today. We'll have a link right here in the in the podcast on Above180.com back to Bullfit so people can find out about you and And uh, all the best of luck with everything, and and we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you so much, Tim. Thanks for having me.